Welcome to the Week 11 College Football Show. You're listening to the Gridiron Authority Podcast. I'm Keith Thornton. With me, as always, my co-host, Mike Adams. Mike, what do we got in store this week? We're going to be going over the Week 10 recap in college football, a Week 11 preview. We're going to be discussing the initial playoff rankings that were just released. Uh, So we got a lot to cover. All right, let's get started. All right, let's get started with our week 10 recap. I know this is going to be a somber episode for you, Mike, because all the hopes and dreams of what could have been with your out-of-conference guys, you know, they, they've got some losses. So why don't you go ahead and give your recap of week 10? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was, you know, I was really hoping. I, I've I've discussed, you know, having these multiple teams, you know, non-Power 5 teams go undefeated uh, and kind of opening up that question of expansion in the, into the playoffs. Uh, and then they all went and lost. So, um, that's why I've said all season, they don't belong. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> and they don't need a four team or better playoff. No. Yeah. Four I'm teams is plenty. Um, <laughs> uh, no, but, uh, so Appalachian state number 20 in the country, they played Georgia Southern conference game, close game, um, 24, 21, they lost the game undefeated seasons gone. Uh, but they could still have a successful season. If they went out the rest of the year, they'll probably end up finishing in the top 25 again. Uh, so not all is lost for, for, uh, Appalachian state. So, um, and then just kind of moving down the line, uh, SMU had a, I mean, SMU and Memphis put up a, a great offensive game. If you're into offensive football, this was a fun game to watch. It was 54, 48, uh, Memphis over SMU, uh, Memphis actually ranked number 24 at the time. SMU number 15, uh, Shane Bouchelle, the Texas transfer at SMU threw for 450 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, SMU had, uh, James, uh, Procky had, uh, 149 yards, a touchdown on 13 receptions. It was a fun game to watch another conference game. Uh, SMU's eight and one Memphis is eight and one. Uh, I mean, it, it was just fun. It was a good, it was a good game. I mean, disappointing that SMU lost, but I mean, it is what it is uh again the season's not over uh and then just kind of moving moving down the list uh a game i said was a potential upset game last week almost turned into an upset game so number 12 baylor barely held off uh west virginia 17 14 uh baylor does stay undefeated uh i i do believe it kind of hurt their playoff ranking though we'll get to that here shortly uh, moving down the line, kind of a worthless game, but Clemson beat Wofford 59-14. This is why we said we hate these kind of games late in the season. Uh, Oregon just kind of thrashed uh, USC 56-24. Uh, Oregon's number seven in the country. Uh, I mean, they just dismantled USC in every every aspect of that game. It was an ugly game, honestly, after the first quarter. Uh, number eight, Georgia, huge win. I think a playoff eliminator against Florida, uh, number eight, Georgia beats number six, uh, Florida 24, 17. Uh, it was a nice game overall. Um, uh, you know, some big offensive plays, but a lot of, you know, a lot of good defensive plays out there as well. Uh, again, another big one, uh, number nine, Utah held off Washington 33, 28, uh, Jacob Eason for Washington, 300 yards, four touchdowns. Uh, Utah staying, you know, they got one loss. They're inside the top 10. 
looking for i mean they got some big games coming up soon so we'll see if they can hang on there uh number 11 Ole miss barely held off no uh unranked Ole miss sorry number 11 auburn barely held off unranked Ole miss uh 20 to 14 Ole miss had a nice comeback at the end made the game look a little closer than it is uh but it was a good win by auburn so uh michigan number 14 they're keeping up they're actually showing that they can play some offense on a consistent level they beat maryland 38 to 7 michigan setting at seven and two obviously they still got the ohio state game uh to play this season they've won some big games recently they're right back in the big 10 title hunt uh we'll see if they can keep the momentum going uh notre dame had to uh ian book notre dame's quarterback had a seven yard touchdown run with 29 seconds left in the fourth quarter uh to win the game against virginia tech uh and really to to keep notre dame season alive for for a great bowl game uh, obviously they're already bowl eligible so they're going to a bowl game but winning this game keeps them in line to you know potentially maybe get a bcs uh bowl uh same thing with cincinnati going against east carolina uh cincinnati you know out had to outscore east carolina uh 18 to 3 in the fourth quarter to come back and win that game by three points uh, Cincinnati only has one loss on the season. That one loss is to Ohio State. Uh, I think they've been a very good team this year. Slipped up a little bit, but they still managed to win the game. Same thing with Boise State against San Jose State. Uh, outscored San Jose uh, State 21-8 to uh, in the fourth quarter. They ended up winning 52-42. Uh, again, this was another fun offensive game to watch. Um, honestly, a game I thought would be surprisingly be a little closer uh, number 22 K state, uh, traveled to Lawrence to play KU. Uh, KU actually been playing pretty decent this year, had a nice game against Texas, then beat Texas tech. Uh, K state, obviously coming off a big win against OU. Um, but interstate game, it's a big game every year, even whenever KU is, is terrible. Kind of thought KU would put up a little bit better of a fight, but they got blown out 38 to 10. Uh, that's what you get for trusting KU football. Uh, <laughs> You know, and then again, number uh, number twenty three, Wake Forest, uh, seven and one, playing NC State. They just kind of dismantled them, forty four to ten. Uh, they're having a nice season again. They're seven and one, ranked inside the top twenty five. Uh, I believe this is their best start they've had since two thousand six. I believe maybe two thousand eight. Um, so again, a, a lot of a lot of these lower level teams are, you know, they're not going to make the playoffs, but they're having great seasons or they're building programs or getting up there. So, you know, it's nice to see. Yeah. Let's play this game. We played last week. This is, this is kind of a fun, uh, what if right now? So I'm going to project my college football playoff, how I see the season going right now. And it's not a pretty picture. Cause in, if you listen to last week, you'll know why. So right now the college football playoff poll has Ohio State 1, LSU 2, Alabama 3, Penn State 4, Clemson 5, and then the one-loss teams start with Georgia, Oregon, Utah, Oklahoma. Here's how I see it playing out. I think Ohio State wins out because I do agree that they're the best team in, in football, which makes Penn State have a loss. So I got them in at number the one seed. Um, I think Alabama beats LSU this week just because Alabama is Alabama, and I don't see any reason why they won't. And they're going to have two back. So I've got Alabama at number two. Um, LSU, I, you know, I don't think LSU is going to fall that far. And that's, this is where it gets sad. I, do you take a one loss LSU when their one loss is Alabama? Or do you take a, say, 
Oregon team that has a one loss that wins a Pac-12 championship. So I got Ohio State one. I've got Alabama two. I've got Clemson three. And I've got Oregon at four. What do you see going on here? So, I mean, if I had to pick the top four, I think it's Clemson because I believe they went out. And if they went out, they're going to get in. Ohio State, I believe, wins out and they're going to get in. Uh, To me, that kind of eliminates Penn State. Uh, um, And that would eliminate uh, Minnesota as well. So, um, so I've got Ohio State. I got Clemson. I'm with you on Alabama. I think Alabama wins out. I think they get in. Uh, that number four spot, it, it's tricky because, like you said, at that point, it's do you put a one loss, uh, do you put a one loss LSU team who doesn't win a national championship or a, a conference championship into the playoffs, or do you put a one loss Pac-12, or, you know, champion Oregon or a one loss Big Twelve champion Oklahoma in there? Uh, to me, I believe it's one of those teams. Um, again, I've been pretty pretty honest on it. If you're not good enough to win your your conference, uh, and there's only four playoff spots, period. I think if there's more playoff spots, you can open it up for that discussion. But if there's only four playoff spots for the entire country, if you're not good enough to win your conference, you're not good enough to win the national championship. Um, and so, to me, it should be either Oregon or Oklahoma. Um, I I I think Oklahoma's the better overall team. But uh, I think Oregon gets a lot of a lot of you know nice nationally televised games, so a lot of people on the West Coast in particular are seeing them play. So uh, they may be they may be a bit of a sexier pick, honestly. Yeah, and when you look at their really what you got to look at it if if Oregon and Oklahoma both have one loss, you got to look at what that loss is. Um, and Oklahoma's would be to uh, Kansas State, and yep. Oregon's would be to Auburn. Yeah, so. To me, they're both pretty much equal losses right now because Auburn's 11, Kansas State's 16. Yeah. So then you got to look at their wins. And uh, looking at Oregon's schedule, I mean, really, this this is going to be the toughest one. If they both win out, it's going to be a tough choice for the, the playoff committee. So um, they both have some good wins. Oregon has, as of right now, no wins over top 25 teams right now. So they've got... USC, Washington State, Washington, Colorado, Cal, Stanford, Montana, Nevada, and they lost to Auburn. So um, there's none there. And when you look at Oklahoma's schedule, uh, with Texas not in the top 25 right now, they also don't have any top 25 wins. So they've got Houston, South Dakota, UCLA, Texas Tech, Kansas, Texas, West Virginia, and the loss to Kansas State. So that's where I think it's going to be really close and you heard what both of us put Oregon in really at number four but when you look at it they're gonna give uh some look at Georgia look at uh LSU even some Auburn two lost teams when you look at the top 25 wins that they have it's gonna be hard for the committee not to do it and that's why uh we say it every week it's kind of like beating a dead horse but that's why you need more than four teams because how do you pick that fourth team when they all have one loss I, at that point, you almost have to go off of how many top 25 wins they have, and that's going to hurt both Oregon and Oklahoma in that case. Yeah, and and I think the best thing that could happen for or, for Oregon, honestly, is that Utah keeps winning because eventually they're going to have to play each other. Um, and, and so I think the best thing for, for Oregon is that Utah keeps winning. The best thing for Oklahoma is that Baylor keeps winning, and Baylor, you know, their only loss will hopefully come to Oklahoma. Uh, from Oklahoma's perspective. 
Um, and they need Texas to, you know, they need K state to keep winning. They need Texas to, you know, to start winning again. Um, and they need to, you know, everyone's kind of down on Texas right now, but you know, they were high on Texas last year. Texas had four losses last year and they still went on to win a BCS game and beat Georgia. Uh, uh, in that, I believe it was the sugar bowl if I remember right. Um, and they're only at three losses right now. They could still have a great season and they could still make it to a big 12 championship game. So, uh, they need Oklahoma needs Texas to keep winning. They need K state to keep winning. They need Baylor to keep winning. And same thing with Oregon, Oregon needs Washington to keep winning. They need Utah to keep winning. They need Washington state to keep winning. So, uh, and build up those strength of schedules, honestly. Yeah. And in looking at say somebody like the, I think the nightmare scenario is if Alabama beats LSU this week and LSU doesn't lose another game, because then you've got LSU also beat Texas but they also have wins over Florida and Auburn. So I think when you look at their schedule overall, it's going to be a lot harder to put an Oklahoma or Oregon for that matter in over an LSU who has, uh, you know, Oregon's one losses to Auburn, LSU beat Auburn. Um, Oklahoma's biggest win is against Texas and LSU also beat Texas. It's going to be really hard for them not to do it. I'm hoping that it doesn't come to that. An easy way would be if LSU just lost another game, but uh, if it yeah, plays absolutely. out like we kind of see, it's going to be really interesting that fourth spot. Absolutely. All right. So, what games are you looking forward to this week? Yeah, just kind of picking out a handful of games. Uh, you know, one of the big ones for me this week is a game I'm really excited about um, because it's really going to show you what type of teams each one of these guys are. And I'm looking at uh, number four, Penn State, playing number 17, Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota has sneakily gone undefeated so far this season. If they win this game against Penn state, I mean, they're going to be nine and zero with some quality wins under their belt. You're going to have to put them in that playoff discussion, uh, regardless of, of if they're going to stay there, honestly, um, if they're good enough to beat Penn state and they're undefeated this late in the season, they have to be in that, that conversation. Uh, so that's, that's one of the big ones, uh, an upset game you could potentially look at. I talked about it last week, West Virginia against Baylor this week. They're playing TCU. Uh, TCU did beat Texas a couple weeks ago. They had a close game against Oklahoma state. Gary Patterson always has his teams ready. He always has pretty good success against Baylor. So, um, I think that's a, a, a potential upset game to look out for. Um, obviously the big, big game this week, LSU, Alabama, huge playoff in, uh, implications on it potentially uh two heisman trophy candidates joe burrow 2800 yards thir- uh, 30 touchdowns you got Tua coming back and he work his way back into that heisman conversation uh just huge playoff implications um looking at you know i talked about just a second ago these two teams needing to win for oklahoma well now you got k-state going against texas in austin uh can texas bounce back and get a top 20 win uh, can K-State beat Texas and, and gain another quality win and move up the rankings even further? Uh, we'll have to see. Uh, and then we also have number 18, Iowa, against number 13, Wisconsin. Uh, they've both kind of struggled a little bit recently, um, but Iowa's kind of bounced back. Wisconsin's bounced back a little bit. Uh, you know, this is two two-loss Big Ten teams going against each other, and and it's kind of a, you know, who's who wants to make that move to – to challenge in the big 10 still. So uh, that should be a fun game to watch. 
and then just kind of moving down the list, you got number six, Georgia playing Missouri. Technically, Missouri's still in that that SEC East race. Um, they've lost, I believe, two in a row, but uh, they do have some nice talent on Missouri. They got some good receivers, good tight ends. Kelly Bryant's at quarterback. Um, so it could be a potential upset to watch. I think Georgia's going to take it, but maybe Missouri keeps it keeps it a little bit close. Uh, and then we have, uh, Oklahoma playing Iowa state, Iowa state still five and three. They got a winning record, uh, in the big 12 Oklahoma needs some quality wins to move up the rankings and to to strengthen that schedule. So this could be a nice win for them. Uh, and then number 22, Boise state playing Wyoming, Wyoming six and two Wyoming has a win over Missouri, uh, in sec school. So, uh, this could be a nice win for Boise state, potentially bump them into the top 20, uh, so those are really the games I'm kind of looking out for. You got any, Keith? Yeah, I think the the two that really stand out to me and the one I'm it, – it's kind of a, a win-loss for Oklahoma is the K-State-Texas game because Texas wins is going to make K-State look worse, which makes Oklahoma's loss look worse. But if K-State loses and Texas wins, it's going to make one of Oklahoma's wins look better. So – I don't know that Oklahoma benefits either way from that game. It should be a good one, though. Um, And then the other one, obviously, LSU-Alabama. The thing that's kind of crazy looking at the rankings, the AP poll has LSU number one, Alabama two. The coaches poll has Alabama one, LSU two. And then the playoff rankings have Alabama three and LSU two. So you're talking about in two of the three teams, uh, two of the three polls, sorry, these are number one versus number two teams. And the crazy part is, depending on the poll, each team flip-flops. So you're talking about basically the battle of two number ones here. Uh, so obviously it's going to be a huge game. Uh, but then the other one I'm looking at, we talk, talked about Georgia and Mizzou. Georgia, we talked about what happens if Alabama wins out. What happens if Alabama beats LSU, goes to the big or the SEC championship and loses to Georgia? And Georgia has the SEC championship. They're already at number six right now they would most likely jump into the top four. What happens to an LSU or Alabama then? Is there some crazy scenario where there could be three SEC schools there? Because that would be Uh, insane. I don't think three would get in, but I think that would further the talk of two getting in for sure. Um, Because you'd have to think. So say Alabama wins, they're going to be number one for sure. Uh, I think that's the one thing for certain. Whichever – LSU or Alabama wins this week, we'll jump Ohio State to be number one in the playoff rankings. So you're going to have a number one team. And then the loser will probably drop out below Georgia. So then if Georgia beats the number one team, does the number one team fall all the way out of the top four? Yeah, I mean, that's... Let's hope it doesn't come to that because that just hurts my mind to even think about. Yeah, I mean, it'd be... That'd be really disappointing, honestly, if, if... putting three in it's disappointing to even hear about two but uh i mean it's definitely going to open up a lot of questions and and no matter what you're going to have a lot of controversy um if something like that happens yeah and then the other game i've got circled here is it's kind of a crazy one because i didn't see this one coming at all is minnesota penn state because right now minnesota has a two-game lead in the the east division there so if or yeah, the East, no, the West Division. I'm sorry. So if they they're in control, they can lose a couple games and still get to the Big Ten championship game. And Iowa and Wisconsin, two of their main competitors, are playing each other this week. 
So one of those two teams is going to be three games back. If Penn, if Minnesota can pull off this win against Penn State, they're really sitting in a in a really good spot to get a shot at the Big Ten title, which if you had asked me before the season if Minnesota was going to compete, I'd have told you you're crazy. But here they are uh, looking really good. So that's the one I'm really looking out for this week. Yeah, and I mean, again, I, I discussed it earlier. If Minnesota wins this game, uh, to me, you, you they jump into the top 10 and they jump into that playoff discussion because um, you have to put them there. If they're undefeated this late in the season and they've got some some of the quality wins they will have at that point, uh, you have to put them in the conversation the same way you have to put Baylor in the conversation because they're undefeated. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a huge turnaround season for, uh, for Minnesota. I think they're having a great season. I think this is going to be a fun game to watch. Well, the cra- to me, the craziest part about it is they have a tough schedule coming up. Minnesota does. They've got Penn state, then Iowa, and then they're going to play Wisconsin the last week of the season, but they can drop two of those three games and still be in the Big Ten championship game because they've already got a two-game lead, and Iowa and Wisconsin play each other this week. So I think yeah, it's going to get real interesting. They can, If they just win one of those three games against the top 25 team, they're going to be in the Big Ten championship. And, and imagine, though, imagine if they win out and then they go into that Big Ten championship – I, I mean, think that would be playoffs for certain. Yeah, that, that would give them wins over Penn State. That would give them wins over Iowa, over Wisconsin. And then if they were able somehow to win that Big Ten championship, likely a win over Ohio State. Uh, so you're talking about currently that's two top four teams and then two top 20 teams that they would have wins over in the last month of the season. Uh, if they didn't get into the playoffs, I mean, I would almost quit watching college football, honestly. <laughs> well, the crazy part is there's a big discrepancy and if I've got the four polls sitting here next to each other, AP poll, they're 13 coaches poll. They're 13. The CBS top 130 poll, they're 13, but the playoff poll, they're 17. Um, at, if you tell me right now, they're at 13 and they went out, I absolutely guarantee that they're going to be in the playoffs, but coming from 17, that's going to be tough. I mean, that's I a it, lot of teams. You got to jump teams. Like, like you said, Baylor, Oklahoma, Oregon, Utah, Clemson, these are all teams that they would have to jump to get into that top four. And it's going to be, it's going to be a challenge. I think if it'd be a lot easier if it were like the coaches poll where they're at 13 right now. I mean, I think it'll be tough, but again, if, if you win, you know, your last four games are against two top five teams and two top 20 teams and you have your conference championship and you're undefeated to me, there's not an argument that anyone could make to justify them not being to you know not being in the playoffs, honestly. So absolutely, because they wouldn't have any losses plus all those wins you just said. So right there, it already uh, not to dog on the other team, but that's more impressive than Oklahoma and Oregon both, because both of those teams won't even have uh, if the season ends right now, they won't have wins over top twenty five teams, and they'll have losses. Whereas Minnesota will be undefeated and have four top twenty five and two top ten. Uh, wins so i'm with yeah. you on that wisconsin's yeah, I mean, in the driver's seat to get in the national title contention yeah it, well which is something it, i never thought i would say that just seems weird even saying it was minnesota not wisconsin uh oh yeah sorry i'm still <laughs> hung up on my wisconsin pick apparently yeah so yeah I mean, it, it, you'd, you'd have to you'd have to put them in the the national you know title or in the playoffs um now I'm not saying that this is going to happen. The likelihood of it happening, I think, is pretty small. Uh, they're likely to lose at least one, you know, if not two of those games. Um, but it's a it's a fun thing to think about because it'd be cool, you know. To me, it'd be fun to see a team. 
it'd be fun to see teams like Minnesota and Baylor sneak into the playoffs because I mean, really it's, it's the same teams every single, you know, every single year with the exception of, you know, there's one spot that kind of rotates in and out, but I mean, it seems like it's always Alabama. It's always Clemson. It's always Ohio state. And then you kind of see, you know, teams like Oklahoma or Georgia or, you know, Oregon, you know, guys like that kind of rotate in. Um, so it'd be fun. I mean, it'd be fun to see someone like Minnesota sneak in or someone like a Baylor or something like that sneak. Absolutely. Hey, like we say every week, uh, this is why you watch college football. This is why it's so fantastic. Uh, you know, every game counts so much. Like we're talking about every game from this point on Minnesota is essentially in a playoff. They can't lose or they're not going to win the national title. So every game from this point on the rest of the season, they're in playoff mode. Uh, it makes for really exciting football. 100%. Um, the other thing I'm kind of excited about, this isn't uh, official or anything, but with the passing of the NCAA law that they're going to let players make uh, likeness money, they're talking about some NCAA football games, and that's got me pretty pumped up. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I think if you're an NCAA football fan, I mean, if you're a college football fan, most of us grew up playing those games. We haven't had one in six years. Um, I actually just recently went out and bought NCAA 14 for my PS3 just because I've been jonesing for college football so much. Uh, and I'm loving it. I mean, it's it's six years old on an old console, um, but I'm having a blast playing it. So, I mean, I honestly, I think it's probably two years out at best. I, I believe maybe maybe NCAA football 2022 is the best we could hope for um, just for when some of this stuff's actually going to go into effect. Um, but just the thought of it, having an opportunity to come back is, is super exciting. Um, but until then I'll just keep playing NCAA 14, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Not to get too nerdy, but I feel like if had the PS five and the new Xbox not be coming out soon, I think it would have been able to come out sooner because uh, word on the street is that NCAA 15 was in development for these consoles, the PS4 and Xbox one, um, before it got canceled. So they already had some groundwork laid on this next gen console, but because the PS five is coming out, they obviously aren't going to release one for this generation of console anyway. So um, I think the the first game will be on PS five and I'm pretty excited for it. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, they may, they may release at that point, at that point, they'll still be putting out some games for PS4 and PS5 and, and all that stuff. So, I mean, they'll they'll probably have it on PS4 uh, or sorry, on PS4, Xbox One. Uh, they'll probably have it on PS4 and Xbox One and, and consoles like that, but they're going to be designed to succeed on on uh, the PS5 and the Xbox Scarlet and all those systems. So, um, I mean, it's unfortunate. We're, like I said, we're probably two, two years out because number one, uh, the, 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 uh, pay to play, um, act still has to go into effect. I believe it goes into effect next year. Um, and then two EA still has to work out EA or NCAA or, uh, EA or, uh, the two K, you know, uh, label has have to work out some sort of an agreement with, uh, the NCAA to actually make the game. So, um, because I think their contract is, has been, uh, has been done for a while now. So there still has to be, uh, some contracts worked out on that side. But again, just the thought of it though. I mean, we've waited six years. If it gets the game back and, and it's here to stay out, I'll, I'll wait another two years. I'm fine. Um, I can get by on NCAA 14 for now. 
it's gonna be like back in our high school days we used to meet up in the library and look up previews for games that were coming out it's gonna be me i'm gonna be up there like just smashing the f5 button trying to find any sneak peeks at the game because that's the game i missed the most oh yeah i mean that's i i i it'd be it'll be interesting when that game comes out to on a couple levels especially if it's made by ea sports um it'll be interesting to see how much it actually out i think it'll out that first year at least it'll outsell madden huge i i believe uh but i believe it'll also help madden sales because you know if you're gamers like we are um you know what we used to like to do is is start on ncaa you know get a lot of classes built up work through the dynasty mode mode work through the superstar mode do all that stuff and then transfer all that stuff over to madden so you know it's almost like we're playing these guys entire career um from college through the nfl and it really kind of creates a cool connection i believe so uh it could also end up helping madden sales in a way too so yeah plus one of the things that i didn't really notice till i fired back up NCAA 14 last week was how much the landscape of NCAA has changed since 2014. I mean, we're talking about the transfer portal, which could open up a whole new can of worms in the game. That'd be really great. They had transfers in there, but not the way the transfer portal works. Uh, it's kind of like free agency, really, in, in college football now. The other thing is red shirts. Um, you can now play in four games and still red shirt. So I could see a mechanic in the game where you could play your freshman for the first four games. If the season starts to tank, you just put them on red shirt. Or vice versa, if you're not playing well and there's four weeks left in the season, throw your freshman in there. So I think that's something that's cool. Plus the uh, social media with Twitter and all this stuff that the, these recruits do. I think it could really uh, – the, the game was already super in-depth, but it could just make it almost like an RPG. I mean, this game could be super detailed, and I'm excited about it. I'm huge, hugely excited for that game. Plus, obviously, not to mention the college football playoff which isn't in NCAA 14 because that happened the year before. So it's a big change and I'm super excited about it. So uh, now we've gotten off topic. If you like NFL, listen to our NFL recap and preview episode. If you play fantasy football, check that episode out. Mike, where else can they find us? Uh, yeah, uh, as always, find us on gridironauthority.com. Check us out on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can listen to us anywhere you listen to podcasts, uh, Spotify, iTunes, Google, uh, Stitcher, all that stuff. Check us out on there. Give us a like. Give us a follow. Let us know what you think. All right. We'll see you guys next time.